Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Looking for the One. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we come to you today ready to receive. We're so thankful for your word. It's a lamp to our feet. It lights up where we are, and it's a light to our path. It shows us where to go, Father. So we thank you, Father, for showing us more about you, Father, to walk in your ways, to walk closer with you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, looking for the one. My friends, we can learn so much from Jesus' example when he was on this earth. One of those examples is leaving the 99 to find the lost one. So let's talk about that today and start in Matthew chapter 18 in the Amplified Bible. Verse 11, For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. My friends, the foundation of the gospel is God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten Son. His desire is for all men to be saved. Verse 12, what do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, will he not leave the 99 on the mountain and go in search for the one that is lost? My friends, these are the sheep, the followers of Jesus, and one is now lost. Of course, we also know it is God's will for all of mankind to be saved. But how about you and I? Do we look for the one lost Christian that has left Jesus? And also, do we look for the one lost family member or friend who has never had a personal relationship with Jesus? 13. And if it turns out that he finds it, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that did not get lost. 14. So it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones be lost. Folks, it's not God's will for anyone to be lost, including the Christians that would get away from the Lord and those that have never come to Him. And we should have that same heart. And we do inside of us. We get born again. We just have to let it come out. Down to verse 21, then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how many times will my brother sin against me and I forgive him and let it go? Up to seven times. 22, Jesus answered him, I say to you, not up to seven times, but 70 times seven. 23, therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. 24, when he began the accounting, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him because he could not repay. His master ordered him to be sold with his wife and his children and everything that he possessed and payment to be made. So that the slave fell on his knees and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you everything. And his master's heart was moved with compassion, and he released him and forgave him, canceling the debt. 28. But that same slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii and seized him and began choking him, saying, Pay what you owe. 29. So this fellow slave fell on his knees and begged him earnestly, Have patience with me, and I will repay you. But he was unwilling, and he went and had him thrown into prison until he paid back the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved, and they went and reported to their master with clarity and in detail everything that had taken place. 
32, Then his master called him and said to him, You wicked and contemptible slave, I forgave all that great debt of yours because you begged me. 33, Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave who owed you little by comparison as I had mercy on you? And in wrath his master turned him over to the torturers, jailers, until he paid all that he owed. 35, My heavenly Father will also do the same to every one of you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. Folks, notice how Jesus talked about forgiveness shortly after he talked about looking for the one. If we don't have a forgiving heart, we won't want to reach out to the lost one. Oftentimes, those people have done something to hurt us or others, and we have to choose to walk in forgiveness to be willing to reach out to them. Forgiveness is a huge part of our walk with the Lord. Now let's go to Luke 15 and the Amplified, the lost sheep. One, now all the tax collectors and sinners, including the non-observant Jews, were coming near Jesus to listen to him. Two, both the Pharisees and the scribes began muttering and complaining, saying, this man accepts and welcomes sinners and eats with them. Three, so he told them this parable. Four, what man among you, if he has a hundred sheep, and loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which was lost, searching until he finds it. Folks, notice in Luke's account of the parable of the lost sheep, Jesus first talks about spending some of our time with sinners to reach them. We have to let the love inside of our born-again hearts come out of us to reach the non-Christians especially in these very last of the last days as Jesus is coming back soon in the clouds to gather his church to go to be with him forever. Five, and when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. Six, and when he gets home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors saying to them, rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. My friends, Great joy happens in heaven at the throne of God when one lost sheep is found. I think about often in the jail ministry, I bring that up as people come forward to receive Jesus, to think about in heaven, how they rejoice in heaven over one lost soul. God desires for everyone to be saved, and that should be our desire also. Seven, I tell you in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. My friends, that doesn't mean the 99 aren't important, but they're living right and they're ready for Jesus. So we have to focus on the lost ones to get them to heaven. The lost coin, verse 8. Or what woman, if she had 10 silver coins, each one equal to a day's wages, and loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. Nine, and when she has found it, she calls together her women friends and neighbors saying, Rejoice with me because I found the lost coin. Ten, in the same way I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents, that is, changes his inner self, his old way of thinking, regrets past sins, lives his life 
in a way that proves repentance and seeks God's purpose for his life. My friends, there it is. Let's repeat some of that again. There's joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. We can't forget that part because much of the church thinks that we don't have to repent anymore. But that sinner repents, changes his inner self, his old way of thinking, and regrets his past sins. Not living in his past sins like many churches teach today, but living our lives in a way that proves our repentance and seeking God's purpose for our lives. My friends, let's all continue to have a hunger for the one lost in every situation in our life and choose to share Jesus, to witness to them, to encourage that one that's left church to come back to Jesus, and he'll have a glorious time in heaven with us that have chosen Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. Your mercies are new every day. We choose to live a life that glorifies you. We choose to go after that one that's left you, that gave his heart to Jesus and then decided to turn away to the world and the world's ways. We choose to help to bring them back by witnessing to them, by prayer, Father, encouraging them. And the same thing for the ones that have never received Jesus. We choose to be a bright light to witness about the saving power of Jesus. And thank you that you work with us and confirm your word through signs following. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.